This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Victory Drive Podcast. This week, we got on Scotty Snortweez Sullivan. And Scotty has been around the WCB crew for a long time. Um, I met Scotty all the way back in Nebraska when I first met the whole WCB, WCB crew. And, uh, my wife and I just went to Nebraska, wanted to see what these guys were all about. And Scotty was there. So hit it off with him, had a great fucking time in Nebraska, chit chatted, drank a bunch of beer, had a great time. Um, so that's how we became friends. And, uh, the reason why we, the bigger reason why we had him on this week is because, Scotty and I are going to go to South Dakota this weekend for um, one of the most anticipated hunts of the year, honestly. And we're going to hunt prairie dogs. I know. You guys are thinking, prairie dogs? Like, what the hell? Uh, That's not something to get super overly excited excited about. They're just just varmints. Well, I'm excited about it because I think it's just going to be a great time with good friends and we're going to see what it's all about. And not just and it's not going to be just Scotty and I. Uh, Matt Hoyness, we're going to pick him up on the way there from Silencer Central. We're going to boogie on out. We are going to meet up with the Buckstorm boys. And we're going to fucking have a great weekend shooting prairie dogs and just having a great time. So that's why I'm super, super excited for it. It's just going to be uh, no pressure kind of hunting weekend. Kind of scratch that itch a little bit to get out hunting. And I think it's just gonna be awesome. I'm just super, super stoked for it. And so I had Scotty on to do a little bit of a pre South Dakota trip podcast. And we ended up getting into some all sorts of other shit. Uh, we started talking about like health and fit- fitness because Scotty just recently quit drinking and started focusing on his health, which is awesome. Super, super happy for him. Uh, it's, you know, making the right decisions. He realized he wanted to live a little differently and maybe get in a little bit better shape. So we talked about that for quite a while. And then we talked about archery shit for a little while. Cause we both love archery and bow hunting, especially. 
So we talked about that for a little while and then um, got into prairie dog hunting and what to what we're kind of expecting when we get out there. And we're just super stoked to have a great time out in the middle of fucking nowhere, South Dakota, and shoot some prairie dogs with a whole array of different guns. So stay tuned for that hunt. I think we're going to do a fair bit of recording, so hopefully get some cool videos and content out for all you guys listening. And, uh, yeah, so that's kind of the rundown of the episode this week. And also can't forget to plug our amazing partners of victory drive. Uh, first and foremost, grizzly coolers. They are the title sponsor of the show and they are just an awesome cooler company. You guys have heard all about them from here and from working class and from CC hunt files and everywhere else at Grizzlies at, um, they're all over the outdoor, um, industry because they really truly believe in the outdoors and giving back to outdoors people and sportsmen, just like me and you, um, they have awesome coolers and awesome bags. Like I said, um, I think last week we talked about their gear bags and how we use them quite a bit for going to the range and use them for range bags and, they just make high quality shit and all their, their hard sided coolers are all made here in America, right down the road in Decor, Iowa. So it's hard to hate on a company like that. Just real down to earth people making high quality shit for outdoorsmen and women, just like me and you. So give them a look. And while you're at it, when you're looking at their website, trying to figure out what you're going to purchase, go ahead and before you check out, hit W use WCB promo code. Code WCB, if you didn't catch that, if I said it a little too fast, uh, that'll save you 15% off. So use code WCB, get 15% off, and get yourselves into some badass coolers. So thank you all for listening. I appreciate everything, you guys. And by the way, we are going to have some YouTube videos coming up shortly. My wife is downstairs right now editing some videos and putting them all together so we can put out some more high quality, badass content for all you guys. And just let us know what you think about it. Um, you know, you're going to be seeing some reels and shit coming across Instagram and Facebook, uh, you know, for all the shit that we're putting out and just keep an eye on that. And then check out our, our YouTube. We're going to be on the working class bow hunter podcast, YouTube channel. We're going to have our own victory drive p- playlist on that channel. And we're just really excited to get, put some cool shit out there for all you guys. Uh, if you want to see anything in specific, go ahead and hit me up on Instagram, Victor Drive Pod. Hit me up on Facebook, Victor Drive Pod. You guys know the drill. Um, find me there. Shout me out. Let me know what's going on. Do's, don'ts, whatever the fuck. I don't care. Just leave some comments and say how stupid I am. I don't give a fuck. Whatever you want to do. Go ahead, hit me up there. Let me know what you guys want to see because I'm very excited for the future. We're starting to get into some really, really fun stuff right now and kind of try to break the lull of summer a little bit for before hunting season. Um, so everyone, stay outside, have a good time, hang out with your families because come hunting season, you're going to be not seeing a whole lot of them, I'm sure. So thanks, guys, for listening and watching and um, just being awesome. Appreciate you all. Peace.
right, Scotty. Now we're recording on both devices. Trying out this oh, whole shit. trying out this whole StreamYard thing and see how it works <laughs> for possible like, video recordings in the future. And it's uh, a little weird. Trying, I don't know how the fuck to get it hooked up to the, my my laptop and have it work through someone else's laptop, but also have it record on the pod tracker, or if I even need that, or what the fuck. I don't know. I don't know how any of this shit really works. I'm just a dumbass trying to figure out how technology well, it, works. We pretty much went in and out of it a bunch of times, and then it just started working. Yeah, it was weird. It's kind of, so I do. I work in telecommunications and that's Mm kind of how you fix things and that's how i actually just troubleshooting in general i guess just kind of fuck with things until it starts working (laughs) start unplugging shit off not a bunch of times yeah (laughs) just keep unplugging it plugging it back in and uh yeah Yeah. going in and out then eventually shit just starts working you're like nice out and people ask you like how'd you get that fixed like i don't know dude I don't know how I do just that. uh just start doing her. You start clicking things, poking <laughs> things, and seeing what happens. Kind of like having sex for the first time. Yeah, you just poke around until you just, find something. Yeah. Like, is this right? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Next <is> one. Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Well, Scotty Snortweez Sullivan. How the fuck are you? Are you even snortweed? Are you snortweed still, or are you? Did you give that up uh, with alcohol? No, no, I'm still the same weird son of a bitch. Okay. So <laughs> we're uh, we're still snortweeds. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, how you doing, dude? Not too bad. Just been uh, working, working out, um, trying to drop a bunch of weight for this coming fall. Yeah. Been uh kind of nonstop working out, so yeah. So uh for I'm sure a lot of people listen already know who you are from working class bowhunter podcast and Kurt and everyone. But uh so you quit drinking. Yeah. 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 And that's kind of like, you used to drink yeah. quite a bit. Like not that long oh, ago. Yeah. And you just yeah, quit you just quit cold fucking turkey or what? Well, like yeah, alcohol wise, but I'll drink like uh, like I'll, I'll drink like NAs and stuff. But this uh, the nutritionist nutritionalist that I got with um, pretty much can't do that either now. So the yeah, what? none of it, just straight the, water. The nutrition nutritionalist, what you're talking to like a professional? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's uh pretty strict eating and uh pretty much just straight water all the time so it's really not bad it's a lot more food than i actually eat normally so it's i don't know how that all works but it's working (laughs) yeah well i'm sure you talk to them and they're like well so what's your average diet consist of you're like well some of this some of that and then like 15 beers like oh cool yeah well if we just cut out those 15 beers add water and then you can eat more, yeah. actually, so <laughs> and yeah. still lose a bunch of weight. <laughs> yeah. No, I uh, I was I was trying the fasting thing, and it's uh, I was kind of overdoing it. I was uh, especially I do a lot of work outside, so usually sweating your ass off, and you don't feel like eating anyways. So I was doing like 
23-1 fasting. So for 23 hours, I don't eat and then just get an hour to eat. And uh, it's not good for you. So. No, it's not. No, I, I looked into that fasting stuff. I think the the healthiest way to fast would be to do like a 16 and 8, you know, where you're yeah. eating yeah. for 8 hours and you're fasting for 16. Yeah. That'd be like the healthiest yeah, way was, to do uh, it, but fuck, man. 23 and 1, that's kind of nuts. Yeah, the guy that uh, set me up on a meal plan, he uh, – he pretty much, he's like, yeah, you're pretty much like starving yourself and it's not mm-hmm. really helping you out because you're, you're not, your metabolism isn't, you know, you're not giving it anything to go off of. Right. And he's like, all right, well, but just the alcohol alone, um, a month off of it, it dropped 24 pounds. Mm-hmm. That sounds about so, right. I mean, yeah, that's what quit. Uh, oh, sorry. Oh, I quit, uh, quit smoking cigarettes and. All that fun jazz. Well, I see. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's one thing with me, man. I, I, I've been trying to eat a lot healthier lately too. And I still drink beer, but, uh, I'm not drinking near as much as I once was. So I just kind of, I don't know. I, I started eating, Ashley and I started eating really healthy, uh, just this past like month, we've kind of hiccuped here and there. I don't really say hiccup. We planned cheating days over like holidays yeah. and special occasions, but just so happened that like mm-hmm. is Fourth of July and a bunch of shitty food, and then is her birthday, and then we had a birthday party, which led to more like unhealthy food. So it's like, yeah, it's like it's dang. A, so it's 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 a it's all the good food. I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eating healthy is like just kind of like straight and narrow. It's, uh, you know, you don't really get to veer off on anything. It's like, you know, I'd, some days I'm like, dude, I could smash a Culver's burger right now. Like, I'm, I like Culver's. So mm-hmm. it's like I drive by it in Geneseo and it's like, God damn. Damn it. That fucking yeah. burger's making me hungry. But I'm going to just keep eating my yeah. celery and <laughs> lentils. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you're rice, eating. Rice, rice and deer meat. <laughs> rice and deer meat. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, I mean, it's still good, but it's like, man, like no dairy. Like I, no I dairy? slam a gallon of milk and like, yeah. Oof. See, so, so like, I go ahead. Sorry. You go. Or like I could slam like a gallon of milk in like two days and. Like four bags of shredded cheese. I I put cheese on everything. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Ashley and I we went on a. It was more or less. Uh, we. I don't know what the fuck you'd even call it. I guess we don't have a specific diet. We're really uh, following. We're just mm-hmm. we cut out all processed foods and all sugary drinks and sugar. Like, sugar basically like so no, no like treats i guess unless it's your yeah we're eat, so we're eating treats as treats and meals as meals we're not mm-hmm. eating treats as meals anymore you know what i mean yeah so there'd be times where yeah. i'm like man i'm fucking hungry i'm gonna go to the gas station and get like a, a snickers or a fast break or something and now it's like mm-hmm. i'm gonna go to the, if i'm hungry in the middle of the day i'm like i'm gonna go to the gas station and get a bag of jerky and eat that yeah you know but uh eating all all of the 
eating this healthy for as long as we have been, when we do cheat, uh, if it's like shitty fast food, like Culver's and stuff, it's like our bodies are mm-hmm. immediately just like bad news. And then you start feeling like yeah. shit. Like you're just like, oh my gosh, this is how, this is just how I felt all the time, but I just got used to it. And yep. it's yep. not good. And then when you eat, like if I eat like a sugary treat as a treat, I'm like, holy shit, this is like overwhelmingly sugary and sweet. So I yeah. yep. can't even eat like a whole fucking sleeve of Oreos anymore. I'll eat like three or four Oreos. And Dude. Go, That's plenty. You know? <laughs> Dude. Oh, man. Nothing better than Oreos or Chips Ahoy with some milk, man. Dude, this shit does rule. I would sit there. I'd sit on the couch and just inhale like a whole thing of them. It was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's yeah. like I had like, I'll add like Mountain Ops Ignite or something to my, like just water for like anything with a little bit of flavor. Yeah. But. Dude, I once ate I don't a, know. a whole package of fucking double stuff Oreos on accident. It was ridiculous. <laughs> on accident? Yeah. <laughs> I, was in, I was in El Paso. That's by myself. So. I had no supervision, and I was like, fuck, dude, yeah. I got some double stuff Oreos. I'm like, I'm just going to have a few of these while I'm watching the little TV. And I'm sitting there watching TV. Yeah. I got my big-ass glass of milk. I'm just dunking them fuckers in. <laughs> just kept fucking hammering them down. Next thing you know, I look down. I'm yep. like, oh, shit. I've only got, like, half a sleeve left. I'm like, well, I can't put a half a sleeve in the cupboard. So and I'm like, well, yeah. here we go. I just finished them off. Got to polish this off. <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't even realize. I, I don't even think I was looking at the cookies. I was just like watching TV and fucking just like straight up like American fat ass fucking slob mentality, dude. Like not even looking at my food, just eyes on the TV and just drinking milk and dipping Oreos in it. And then I also had, I was also drinking beer too. So I was already like kind of half drunk. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah, here we go. Yep. It's bad news. <laughs> I felt like shit. Yeah. But I'm like, whatever, dude. I'm in El Paso all by myself, so. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, it's kind of my problem. I'm, I live by myself, just me and my dog, so I can't really. I don't necessarily come home and get my ass chewed for eating all the food in the house. Judd just kind of like, you gonna drop me something yeah. or <laughs> right. what's, what's up? <laughs> He's probably not even mad. He's not even mad about. It. He's like, hell yeah, no. dude. keep eating like a fat fuck and give yeah. me some of them scraps. You know? Yeah, give me that. Give me that. Give me that Culver's. <laughs> give me some of them fries that you're not going to eat, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he, I don't think he likes it now because he goes on runs with me and he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's dead when we get back home. What kind of dog is he? Black Lab. Black Lab. Is he kind of, is he, yeah. was he kind of, uh, overweight for a lab? Yeah, they yeah. say that, but he doesn't, he doesn't look, to me, he doesn't look overweight, but I also, I'm with him, like, every day, right. so. My husky's a little overweight. I don't know. But I don't think she's overweight. I think she's, she's just a little fluffy. She's a football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Yeah, it's. No, it's good, though. It's good for you and the dog, you know? Yeah, man. It's uh, definitely a, a complete 180 from what I've been doing pretty much my entire life. How do you feel? Um, really good, actually. Yeah. Uh, definitely not being hung over at work and stuff. Like that's been pretty decent. I wake mm-hmm. up, 
wake up in the morning real easy now i fall asleep like well you're wasted you got no problem falling asleep yeah but yeah it's waking it's, up uh yeah no man it's uh i really just got tired of just like felt like it was just wasting a bunch of time yeah so it was like i'm like yeah let's uh at first it was like i'm gonna cut back and then cutting back went from fuck it i'm just gonna quit in general and yeah it hasn't been bad i wake up you know usually after friday after work get off work get shit housed with somebody mm-hmm. and then uh you know wake up at like noon on saturday and it's yep. like now i got my you know wake up at like four or five in the morning i don't know why like i quit drinking now i'm like four or five in the morning i wake up like uh, just like yeah. that well it's because you're Which sucks yeah right it's because you're uh going into <laughs> rem sleep faster that's the whole thing with drinking alcohol like and getting drunk. It's you fall asleep quick, but you don't actually mm-hmm. sleep. You don't actually rest because your body's kind of fucking jazzed up from the alcohol still, and it's like processing. Mm-hmm. So your body's like staying up. It's, your body's staying up, even though your brain is telling you your eyes are closed and time's going by fast. But your body is still working overtime, trying to fucking process all the alcohol. And, uh, mm-hmm. you don't really enter R- REM sleep, um, that quickly when you're drunk and then you wake up and that's why you sleep fucking 12, 15 hours after being wasted. You're like, fuck, dude, I just can't get enough sleep. It's cause your body's all yeah. fucked up from processing all that poison for so long. And then you're, and then when you quit, then you're waking up early cause your body's like, Hey shit. Hey, time to get up, dude. Like we're, we're, we're good. We're charged. Mm-hmm. We're fully charged. Let's roll. You know? yeah <laughs> so no it, yeah i enjoy it it's uh pretty much wake up every morning sit on the front porch and drink some coffee and then try to decide what the fuck i'm gonna do for the day yeah because like i said I, I still drink beer um i'm drinking pbr right now but i still like to drink beer but i don't get fucking wasted all the time anymore like i yeah. actually i rarely rarely get drunk anymore the only times I really get drunk is when I'm down like in Illinois with all you guys and stuff and yeah. you're sober now, but like, I'll, I'll be like, yeah, I'll yeah. let loose now and fucking turn up a little bit. But when I'm home, I'll have, you know, a beer or two, maybe a couple times a week, I guess. So that's mm-hmm. kind of my thing is like, if I feel like drinking beer, I'll drink a beer, but I really try not to go past like, you know six in a night yeah. anymore you know when i was in el paso by myself yeah. i was drinking fucking you know half a 30 rack a night and just at least mm-hmm. at, at least like that's minimum and that's just because and i got so fucking fat dude i i gained like 40 pounds just from living by myself and being fucking sad and lonely and being like man fuck what am i gonna do i guess i'm gonna get mm-hmm. drunk tonight and that went on for like a year and a half yeah. two years and i went from like a a lean 215 or 220 i ballooned all the way up to like almost i think i was almost 280 dude because i i barely passed when i went to airstreams i barely passed the fucking weight requirements for the safety gear for climbing wind turbines oh shit yeah i was like (laughs) fuck dude are you serious like last time i checked i was two like 220 215 220 and they're like no dude you're almost 280 i'm like ah ugh (laughs) 
And I looked at myself. The, I looked at myself in the mirror. That's when it hit me, dude. Because I didn't even look at myself in the mirror anymore. I always had, you know, I just had my shirts on and whatnot. I didn't really feel. I felt yeah. my pants getting a little bit tighter. I'm like, ah, whatever. It turns out my fucking yeah. pudge was just kind of spilling over. I'm like, ignore it. <laughs> and then yep. I, look, I took my shirt off. I was standing from the mirror naked after a shower. I'm like, God dang, dude, you're a fucking disgusting freak. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't yeah, I was. I hit 283 one day, and yeah, I'm like only like five nine, five ten. Oh yeah. And uh, kind of same thing. Hop out of the shower. I'm like fucking piece of shit. Like yeah, dude. I'm like what? Like what the hell are we doing? Like I'm like I. It's like I didn't. I was like I gotta have some goals. Like I gotta. Mm-hmm. I don't have any goals. I need to. You know, that's when it really kind of hit me. I'm like, dude, I'm like knocking on 300 pounds. Like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to be that. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely noticed it with, there's a place we work out, out at here at, uh, for work, CHS, ethanol plant. And, uh, some of the silos we got to climb are like 120 feet. Mm-hmm. And, uh, dude, they were brutal. And it's like, I gotta, I'm like, dude, I ain't gonna. And like all the stuff I want to go do, I want to go travel for hunting and stuff. And it's like, can't be fat and go try to do this stuff at high altitude and stuff. And it's like, well, I finally said, fuck it. And I want to make that a reality instead of just sitting here on the couch thinking about it. That's awesome, dude. So. You're absolutely right. I think the thing with me too, um, cause I kind of hit that wall too. When I, cause, okay, let me back up. When I got out of the army, I went straight to work, working on wind turbines, and I had to be at work mm-hmm. by like, you know, six o'clock. I think I had to be there, but I had to drive an hour to work. So I would have to leave my house absolutely no later than five. And that's if I if I missed the uh, train that went through this town that I had to go through. So if I missed a train, I could be yeah. there in just an hour. So I generally leave home for work at like... 4.30, is when I'd leave. And mm-hmm. there's no time for me to go go to the gym in the morning. And then by the time I get done climbing wind turbines all fucking day, I get home and I'm like, the, the last thing I want to do is go to the gym in the evening. Because yeah. I'm a big pre-workout yep. guy. I'm a, I'm a, I guess, a mild caffeine addict still. But it's like, I yeah. really, like, pre-workout really gets me jazzed up and ready to go to the gym. And I'm not going to take pre-workout at fucking 6 p.m. and then not sleep that yeah. night, this is crazy. So I just, <laughs> I just treated, I just treated climbing wind turbines as my workout, and that I did shed mm-hmm. quite a few pounds. I think I lost like twenty pounds or so just climbing wind turbines and not really doing anything different, keeping my diet pretty much the same. I cut out fast food because in yeah. my town there's no fast, really no fast food restaurants, so I cut out fast food just inadvertently just from getting away from the city. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, then once I got this job that I'm at now. I drive, if I'm going slow, 10 minutes to work. So, and I don't have to be there till seven. Nice. I don't have to be there till seven thirty. So I'm like, fuck, I have all this extra time. And I'll just wake up the same time I've been waking up at like, you know, four, four fifteen or so during my pre-workout, mm-hmm. get ready to go hit the gym by five, work out for an hour a day, go home, yeah. make some breakfast, get ready for work. And I've been doing that for the past yeah. little over a year. And it's been fucking amazing, dude. I and like going to the gym has made me feel a lot better, 
but I'll tell you, changing my diet the past month has made me ex- feel exponentially better. Like I've been lifting weights pretty religiously for about a year now again. And mm-hmm. I don't think anything's made me feel better in the gym than just changing my diet up and getting rid of processed foods and um, breads and all that shit. And the only carbs I'm taking in is like from actual food, like fruit and potatoes and shit like then mm-hmm. um, some rice is the only grain I'll take. I'll take in and some rice here and there. But I cut out all like processed, yeah. like multi-grain shit, like bread. Really is the biggest thing. All that processed bread and shit. I cut all that stuff out. And oh my god, dude! I, I added thirty pounds in my deadlift without even like literally the next week. I did this diet for a week. The next week, I felt so good. That I added thirty pounds in my deadlift just because my back felt amazing because all the inflammation went down. Yeah. It's crazy. That was, um, so like kind of the same thing, like my diet too, like, uh, it's pretty much, I have a, I got a shitload of deer meat in the freezer. So it's, it, that makes it nice. So it's like mm-hmm. either ground deer meat or backstrap or deer steaks. And it's that. And like, I weigh all my food out, like, but it's portioned to like six meals a day. It's oh, the you're, only hard you're going part that route, huh? Because, yep. Okay. And it's uh, it's all just portioned out for you. So, yeah, like every Sunday, I'll take and make you know do all my meal prep, and then you know all my foods there for uh, morning, morning first break, lunch, and then I go after work to work out, and then I got like I eat like two rice cakes with like a certain amount of peanut butter on them and then like after that i wait like two hours i'll eat a meal which is rice a green veggie and protein Mm -hmm. and then so it's like even noticing with that like and quitting drinking too like my lower back doesn't pop anymore i don't know if it's because of like I used to feel like after work, like if I worked in the shop welding or something, I'd like I'd walk out of the shop and like I just felt like I had a knot in my lower back. I'd hop in the truck and I, all I had to do is like lean into the steering wheel, and my lower back would pop. Mm-hmm. And it's like now like that don't happen anymore. And it's like it's pretty nice, it's pretty <laughs> nice to not feel like you're fucking feeling like shit all the time. Dude, it is. I, I I truly think after changing my diet up and stuff too and just seeing how much better I feel, I'm 32 years old and I talk to people that are, you know, mid-30s, mid to late 30s or 40s or so. They're like, oh yeah, dude, 30s, that's when you start getting all fucked up. You know, that's when your body really starts falling apart on you and you start getting fat and everything else. Just It's just age. It's just the way it is. I'm like, dude, no way. Because yeah. like, you look at science and scientifically a male doesn't really hit their prime until they're 30, like physical prime. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be hitting your physical prime until you're 30. So it's 30 something ish, you know, late twenties into your early to mid thirties is when men hit their physical prime. And I'm like, all these 30 year olds, 30 something year olds are all beat the fuck up. And I'm like, well, you know, something's so I, yeah, I just didn't accept. I just didn't want to accept that as my fate, I guess. Cause I, Mm-hmm. One, same as you, I need a goal, and my goal is to, you know, do this for as long as I can. You know, uh, yeah. hunt, go out hunting, 
doing what I want to do. Yeah. I want to be a dad. I want to be able to fucking run around my daughter and do keep up with her mm-hmm. until she's, you know, fucking forever. You know what I mean? So yeah, I have all those goals that I w- want for myself. And it's kind of the same thing where I'm like, man, I got to change something now. Cause if I don't change something now, then I will just fall into that rut and have those same excuses as, as everybody else. But like, you know, and I have all the excuses mm-hmm. in the world. I'm like, yeah, I was in the army for 10 years and I'm older and I've been doing physical shit my whole life and my body's just beat the fuck down. That's why I'm all, that's why I'm a, uh, you know, old decrepit fucking asshole. Yeah. It's like, or yeah. I can make the decision now, change how I'm eating, change how I'm acting and change my daily routines and set myself mm-hmm. up for success as I get older. Yeah. Yep. That's, uh, like, even growing up, like, my dad, my dad's a pretty heavy drinker. So it's like hanging out with him. Like, when I got, you know, 18, eight, I mean, let's be real, we all started drinking when we were like 17, 18 years old. Yeah. I started drinking. It was like, like, you know, that was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like you know that's that's what you thought like the cool thing was you know like sit around bitch and moan about all your life problems and just drink a beer about it you know yeah and i don't know like i i see my dad and it's i mean he's not he he is overweight but he uh i don't know it's like i don't want to i don't want to be like that one is his age. Yep. It's like, I'd like to be in, you know, I want to, I'd like to be 60 years old and, you know, go on hunts to Alaska or, mm-hmm. you know, wherever, Utah, Colorado, you know, it's like, but that's also like, wasn't, wasn't my dad's, you know, wasn't their goals either. Like they're, they were like hanging around and drinking beer and it's like, I'm just kind of over that, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, what was your dad's hobby growing up? Well, he was, uh, pretty much work. And then me and him raced dirt bikes. Like, uh, he, he did a lot for just getting me racing. So Mm -hmm. like that was kind of our weekends was just racing dirt bikes all the time. Um, he's in the hot rods. I mean, now he's retired and lives in Tennessee and he fat and happy and enjoying life finally. But. He's got all the hobbies now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He's shit. I, I think he works more than when he actually ran his own business. Oh yeah. Probably just trying to, oh yeah. Just building his, building his house and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. Cause my, but, my dad was the same way. He grew up with uh, me growing up and stuff. His hobby was work. Like that's just what he did. He worked and then mm-hmm. if he wasn't working, he was, when he was at home, he was working on shit at home. If he wasn't working on shit at home, then the only reason he wouldn't be working on shit at home is if there's a NASCAR race. And then he'd watch NASCAR yeah. for, you know, 50 laps. And I think watching people make left turns for 50 laps, he takes decides to take a nap for the next 150. And then, uh, <laughs> then we try <laughs> to steal my dad did. Yeah. Then we try to steal the remote and then he gets mad at us and he's like, I was watching that. It's like, you were sleeping for the last 100, yeah. 100 laps. Like, no, I wasn't. It was yeah, rest, of my, rest of my eyes. Like, God dang it. They'll watch, they'll watch the first 50, and then it was like the last 10 laps. Yeah, right. 
They wake up like, right as a crash is happening. And be like, oh, 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 yeah. oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's what my, my dad's the same way. He's all fucked up. Like, he, from when he was a kid and stuff, too, like, he got... You know, he had some. He got hit by a car when he was driving a three wheeler and jacked his leg all up and stuff. And then, you know, and he mm-hmm. wasn't he wasn't nice to his body when he was uh, working working construction forever. And then, yeah, he just. I think as he got older, you know, and he took me out hunting and stuff, but we only went shotgun deer hunting. And so, two weeks out of yeah. the year, two weeks out of the year, we'd go hunting together, and that was pretty much the only like hobby that we really did together because he wasn't really into sports he didn't like we'd play catch you know every once in a while and stuff but he didn't like push me into do sports mm-hmm. or nothing like that um he supported me if i did decide to do sports but he's never like all right jake like let's go let's fucking learn how to wrestle let's uh, learn basketball let's learn baseball let's do this let's do, do this together and he never really did any of that with me he'd just be like okay cool yeah i'll go to your meets and your games and but he yeah. really just wanted me to work you know because that's what he did he just worked and he's like you just gotta work your fucking ass off in life and Mm -hmm. you know you gotta give up maybe maybe you gotta give up what you want to do because you have to work and that's the only way to Mm -hmm. really do this i guess but for me it's like i don't know i i don't work to live i or i don't live to work i work to live like i i work as little Mm -hmm. as i possibly can so i try to make myself as productive as I can while I'm at work so then I can get paid and get out and do the shit that I really love to do like hunting and shooting and doing all those other things yep that's a like my dad when I got into like high school football and I did I I wrestled uh wrestled my freshman year but I hated that it it took away from uh snowboarding so like every winter like I just want to snowboard and I, I did it freshman year and I was like it was fun, you know, my buddies were in it, and then I was like, but, I'm like, too afraid to get hurt for wrestling, so it's like, I'm not going to go snowboard, and it's like, then sophomore year, I was like, yeah, fuck that, I'm going to go keep snowboarding and shit, and, but it was, uh, it was my stepdad that, uh, you know, really got me into, like, football, and my dad, I mean, yeah, my dad didn't even go to, like, football games and stuff. It was, uh, my stepdad was the one that got me into deer hunting, like really got the gears grinding on deer hunting. And is your stepdad? He was, uh, you said? yeah. Okay. Yeah. My dad, my dad used to pheasant hunt like when I was real young and, uh, he got me into that and then, but he don't do it anymore. He doesn't. So every time he comes back home during the winter, I try to get him to go with me and he's like, nah, I ain't fucking. Yep. He's he's building hot rods and shit now. He likes being in the garage and working on hot rods, so hard to try to get away from him. But mm-hmm. he, uh, yeah, man, his uh, I mean, kind of like how you're saying, like the your dad with construction, like it's kind of how my stepdad is. I'm in the same trade. He got me into the sheet metal trade, and uh, you know he's having a hip replacement and first week of September. I think he's had both knees replaced. He's had a shoulder mm-hmm. surgery, and it's like, like, God damn, man. Like, I'm like, I'm in the same damn trade. Yeah. Like, I don't like this. Yeah, but I'm, and like, I'm my like, where the future's was, going. He was a, yeah, it's like, 
do I really want to do this my whole life? And it's, uh, it's not bad. He just, my, my stepdad was a bodybuilder when he was younger. And, uh, I think he says a lot of that, like fucked him up. I feel like the sheet metal work like, would probably fuck you up worse than bodybuilding. Unless he was on like yeah, a shit ton I mean, of steroids. Yeah, he probably was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was the he was, 80s he was, dude, all right? shit brick house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Arm Schwarzenegger uh, well, fucking... like through... <laughs> Yeah, everybody wanted to be him, you know? Oh, yeah. Still do. Well, not really anymore. Yeah. So it's fucking nuts, but anyways, that's yeah. besides the point. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> like he, like when him and my mom first got together, like, I just remember looking at him and was like, this dude, I mean, he's, he's shorter than me, but I was like, this dude is just like a little shit brick house. Oh, yeah. And he can still, like, oh, yeah. He can still do, like, lap pull downs and stuff, but just, like, I could hang off the weight. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get how you can do that, man. Dude. Like, you know, pulling behind your back. Yeah, I feel. Like, I feel when like I was uh, in high school, dude. Like I could hang off that. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like uh, as you age, though, uh, especially if you work out or work at a hard laborers job, labor intensive job, I feel like as you age, you hit checkpoints where you just don't go below a certain strength threshold. Because mm-hmm. there's things my dad can still do, and he's like, you know, older and getting a little bit more decrepit, but there's things he can still do. I'm like, God dang, what the hell? Yeah. But he was never like a, like, he was never like a bodybuilder. Yeah. He's never a bodybuilder. He just worked hard labor intensive jobs his whole life. He's like, fuck, you know, he's still, yeah, he's still pretty strong, you know? And he's, but it's just like, I feel like you just hit checkpoints. You almost, it's almost like you hear the term, uh, retard strength, but it's like old man yep. strength, you know, it's kind yeah. of the same, but oh, different yeah. at the same time. Yeah, there was a there was a press break operator when I was a uh, apprentice going through apprenticeship school. I went to work at Shedler's. His name was Bernie Bruce. And I want to say he retired at 68 years old. And uh, he could have retired way before that. But then he had like he was missing like three fingers on one side. And this dude could like pick up quarter inch steel plate and just slide it into a roll. And I was just like, I was like blown away by that. It's like, how can you do that? <laughs> yeah. Dude was just an ox of a human being. Just yeah. conditioned <laughs> doing the same shit every fucking day. Yeah. Like, Hey, hell yeah, here we go. He probably didn't eat yeah. completely like shit either. I don't know. Maybe he took care of himself a little bit too. Or he's like, so he could keep doing shit, shit like that until he's 68. Or he's oh, just I, a freak. One of two. I think I think he's just an old farm boy. I mean, oh, yeah. he was born and raised on a farm, and he's just that farm boy mentality. And it's just, he's just an ox of a man. He, I think I, I saw him like three years after he retired, and didn't look any different. Like, <laughs> just like the hands on that guy were just massive, massive yeah. hands. Just a big, thick bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But yeah, no, I'm yeah. I'm, ha- I'm happy for you, dude. I'm glad you're cleaning up and losing some weight, and you know, getting working out and getting uh, kind of getting your Thanks, man. your goals or like reoriented, I guess, getting pointed back to true north kind of deal, you know, realign it. Yeah. So, 
That's awesome. Yeah, I was uh, I was slipping away, mm-hmm. slipping away pretty bad, and it after I had a one night just partied hard, and it was kind of the next day. I was like, I got to change this shit up. Like, it's not getting any better. Right. What's your goal? Then, uh, uh, do you have, do you have like a goal weight or a goal? Yeah, I, I, I want to get to two hundred. Okay. Yeah. And you said you start like you started to this tornado then, at about two eighty, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I'm at two fifty six now. No shit. That's yep. fucking badass, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm Thanks, last man. time I weighed myself yeah. I was two fifty seven. So Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh like well the the reason I went with the nutritionist cause he I was like I like I've been sitting at like 256 and i'll bump back up to like 263 Mm. it's like no matter what i do like i couldn't like get past that and it's it's probably the um your body fucking starving itself when you're doing all that um uh fasting and shit yeah 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 because that's that's the one thing that people uh, don't think about is like when you don't eat then your body goes into starvation mode and then everything you eat, once it hits that starvation mode, then it just transfers it to fat. Because it's like, hey, we don't want to lose this. We've got to store as much of this food as possible because we don't want to lose it. Because that's how we evolved yeah. and adapted is that we would go long stretches without food. And then we'd get some food and we'd gorge and our bodies would store all the mm-hmm. fat and we'd be fine for into our next meal kind of deal, you know. But when you're not, yeah. when you're not like living that savage lifestyle then you don't you need to just keep your food structured so your metabolism stays high mm-hmm. so your, body, your body's like oh hey we're getting fed six times a day very very regularly yeah. so now i can adapt that and be like okay now let's process this and build muscle it will build some muscle because we yeah. have some extra energy to use up let's build some muscle and fucking um then shit the rest of it out i guess but it's like yeah. You know, you're not, your body's not like, shit, we need to store this as fat and store this away because uh, we know we're going to get fed. We know we're going to get fed every two to three hours, and that's the way mm-hmm. it, your body likes it, I guess, you know. So it frees up yeah. your body to actually process it and make it into muscle or something else. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Mm -hmm. That and, like, staying at that weight, it's like, I'd like to be you know, 200 to 220 before I go to Utah this year. And it's like, yeah. after talking with Clint Casper and like, he's like, well, you can get, you know, an over the counter archery tag for elk. 
he's like, it's a, you know, low odds tag, but he's like, it'll get you out there. And it's like, it's kind of, it's kind of the goal. I'd like to, you know, this first year, I mean, I'm, I'm really not expecting to kill an elk. The whole goal is to get out there and at least find elk yeah. and go from there. But it's like, I want to go out and learn the area. And he's like, he's like, what do you weigh? And like, you working out or anything? I'm like, well, I just, I started like beginning of June doing all this stuff. And I was like, I'd like to get to, you know, 200 to 220 before I go out there. And he's like, well, he's like, I would highly suggest it. Cause he's like, once you, you know, you're, we're at sea level and he's like, you go out there, you know, eight, 9,000 feet. He's like, dude, you're going to, you're going to be fucking dead. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, so that's like my goal. That's the, you know, the goal I set was to try to make weight to go for that. Mm -hmm. And it's, so, you know, it's nice with that goal because it's like, it's keeping my mind straight. It's like, I have to, I have to do this. Otherwise it's not going to fucking work. Right. Yeah, and that, I mean that's a great goal, and set yourself a deadline too for to meet that goal is awesome, and that's why mm-hmm. I'm I'm such an advocate for uh, strength training because a lot of people don't like to think about it, but your body burns more uh, more calories. I don't even know if I like to say burns more calories than cardio because it's not really necessarily yeah. true. Like you're while you're doing cardio, your body burns more calories. But when you strength train, um, your body uses more calories in order to build throughout the day mm-hmm. and the week, honestly, where, you know, when you're, when you fucking yeah. pump a bunch of iron and you're like, fuck you, I'm sore. That's your body rebuilding mm-hmm. itself and it uses calories to rebuild itself. And it takes, you know, two, three days, however long until you feel not so sore anymore is the whole time it's building muscle and it's healing itself when you're doing cardio you're burning a lot more calories while you're doing it but then once you stop doing it, it's like oh, okay well there's that you know yeah that's what you burn so i'm a big advocate of strength training on top of fucking doing some cardio and stuff obviously for going to utah and doing all that stuff you have to do cardio like that's but that's not yeah. like, you're not necessarily you're doing that for a goal to get into a good enough shape to go run around mountains. That makes sense. But I would never do cardio strictly to lose fat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So if I want to lose fat, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm strength training. Mm-hmm. But. And, uh, like, uh, I'm doing 45 minutes on a treadmill with, uh, 10% incline at like a, three mile an hour pace i do that for 45 minutes and then i do like just a bunch of body like body weight stuff but i use i got my pack loaded up with like 50 pounds in it Mm -hmm. so i do that or i'll go jog down the canal or trying trying to do it right but well it sounds like you're doing it right so uh i guess when i say cardio i mean when I say cardio, I don't, I don't mean running hills and running inclines and packing heavy shit. That is more or less like, I guess that's like a combo, you know, you know where you're mm-hmm. building muscle 
and you're working out and you're also doing some cardio and they're with it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a cross training type of scenario. When I say car, when I, yeah. when I, when I use the blanket term cardio, I mean getting on a treadmill set at zero in walking or jogging for an hour and a half or getting on a yeah. flat road and jogging for 20, 30, 40 minutes. Like that's what I consider. That's what mm-hmm. I, when I say cardio, that's what I mean. When yeah. you're, when you're rucking around and hitting hills and shit like that, that's almost, that's not what I mean by cardio, like that cardio. Cause I feel like, yeah, I know when I was in the army, I burned a lot of fat and got in really good shape just from rucking a fuck ton, doing a shit ton of pushups and sit-ups. Mm-hmm. Like that's really all you need to do is you don't need to have a gym in order to strength train. You can strength train using just your body weight, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I got a, like I got a, like I just been picking stuff out of my garage to like lift and shit. Like I got a, I got like four combine blocks, like blocking <laughs> up combines on trailers. I see this. I see this. I've been Snapchat. using those. <laughs> like, <nice>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, I got, I got two transmissions sitting in there. It's like, well, those are fucking heavy. So Let's pick them up a couple up, times. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to see a video of you yeah, fucking, uh, uh, cleaning a fucking transmission, dude. Picking that bitch up <laughs> over your head somehow. Like, ah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking collapsing <laughs> right <laughs> yeah oh, that'd be fucking folding half from it what <laughs> yeah. all right hey um hard hard segue we're at like 45 minutes and i want to talk about what we're about to sure. fucking do next week dude or this weekend yeah man this weekend yeah man. we're gonna go to fucking south dakota and do prayer dog on yeah dude i'm pumped <laughs> It's gonna be fun. How did this even become a thing again? Were were we kind of like just? I don't remember how it came on. Like I think someone said it as like a fucking like just said it and like yeah, it'd be sweet. But I don't remember who how yeah, this even I became a thing. Honestly, I think it was just completely random. Like Prairie Dog, like I, that'd be I, cool. Yeah, bet you won't. I think do I it. just texted you and was like, "You want to go shoot Prairie Dog sometime this year?" Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, it was. Like, yeah, because yeah, because yeah. you're you're like, dude, it's like forty bucks for a, a license, and then you just get to go shoot yeah. prairie dogs. I'm like, yeah, damn, that would be a pretty cool long weekend fucking trip with the boy, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, how it started. Uh, yeah, you just text me like, fucking, want to go do this? It's super cheap. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole plan I, was because. I'm oh, sorry. No, you're good. Keep going. I was just gonna say the whole, the whole, the uh, another part of the plan was to get um, my buddy Matt Moon out of the house, and he just had a baby not too long ago though, so he's like, "Fuck, dude, I don't think I'm gonna go yeah. make the prairie dog hunt." I'm like, "It's okay." He's like, "No, I feel like <laughs> shit." I'm like, "Don't feel like shit, dude. It's just, it's just prairie dogs. Like, it's not like it's a once in a lifetime yeah, elk hunt. It's, it's just prairie dogs. It's super cheap. We can literally do yeah. it anytime." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's but. uh, it was completely random. It's not like you know we set up to go set out for this for like a couple of years or anything, right? But I'm not gonna lie, I think so. I'm, I'm super stoked for it. Like I'm like, this is gonna be a lot of fun. Like it's just gonna be good, yeah, good like relaxing fun. It's not like like deer hunting is fun in its own right, where it's like goal oriented fun, but you're really mm-hmm. really focused and 
a little bit stressed yeah. out being like, man, I fucking really, I really want to shoot an X buck, you know, whatever size it is or whatnot. It's, yeah. just, it's just different because you only have one tag. You have the whole season. You're like, oh, yeah, here it goes. Dialing it in, dialing it in. You're getting closer, and then you have your opportunity. And this is just like straight up going to be like no, no stress, no nothing. Just go out there and have a good fucking time. Yeah, dude, it's it's going to be fun. I've never done it before, and I've always heard my grandpa talk about it going out to like Wyoming and stuff. And he's like, they're just everywhere. And after uh, me and my buddy Chris went out there uh, mule deer hunting a couple years ago, like they are just everywhere. Like every piece of property we walked on there's a prairie dog farm like not a farm but whatever you call it the prairie dog town yeah but dude they were we were trying to shoot them with our bows and stuff and it's like (laughs) you can't get close to them (laughs) yeah they're wiry little fuckers it's like dude they are they're uh they're uh man they're they're like they have like an alert system like one will stand up and then they just like squeak to like towards each other. Like they got like north, south, east, west, like covered. Yeah. Like, and then they Claire! shoot something, and then they like, all go down the holes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're clear of the yes. east. We're clear of the west. Danger north. Yeah. Danger north. <laughs> Fuck at the dick. <laughs> Incoming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck! Tommy's down. You know, like yeah. I wonder what. I wonder if it sounds like artillery when we're shooting two, two, three at him, or if it sounds like a sniper. You know, <laughs> it's like fuck. Here we go. <laughs> Just like explosions going all around everywhere when you're yeah. shooting at him. <laughs> but I heard they were cannibalistic, so they you shoot one, and the other ones will come out and like start eating it. Really. Yeah, so to me, it's like once we kill one, it should be a, you know, fucking turkey shoot. Should be like crap shoot, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck, that's crazy. I also heard her. Also heard it like rings the dinner bell for coyotes. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, shoot a bunch of them during the day, and then sit out with thermals at night and shoot coyotes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I talked to oh, I talked to Matt Hoynes. Yeah. He's coming. And he's stoked. Hell yeah. And he's bringing like three thermals dude. and a shit ton of Sounds for Central cans. And I think he's, <laughs> he, dude, he texts me. Hell he's, yeah. He's so stoked. He's like, he's like, fuck, dude, I'll bring my 223, my 17HMR, my 22250. He's like, I'm like, God dang. Because I, I told him, oh, bring it all. Because <laughs> he asked me if we're bringing any guns that um, are threaded for cans. I'm like, well, I'll probably still have my 6.5 at the time. So I'm, I'll probably bring that, I suppose. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to bring this, 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 and this. And I'm like, okay, well, I won't sweat bringing my 6.5. He's like, no, you're good. We'll have plenty of, plenty of shit to shoot. I'm like, nice. I'm still going to bring my 6.5 because uh, it'd be kind of fun to hit a fucking prairie dog with a 6.5, 143 grain fucking precision hunter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, it's uh, actually, uh, I'll, bring you, I'll bring you a bunch of uh, 6.5 ammo. Oh, yeah, because you sold, Cause your, I sold, sold your mine, 6.5. So I don't have any. <laughs> Yeah, perfect. Yeah. What, what do you bring yeah. for a gun? Just your two two three? Yeah, I got my two two three. Okay. I should I should bring out the eight seventy. See if we can't hit him with a slug. Oh, dude, 
that's a great idea. I have a bunch of slugs <laughs> that I need to shoot. They're like 20, 30 years old. We so should do that. I should bring my, I'll bring, yeah. I'll bring it. You, is it a rifled barrel or is it a smooth bore? Yeah. Smooth bore. Okay. Perfect. Cause I have a shit ton of fucking rifled slugs that I need, I need to shoot. So we'll bring a fucking, bring some shotguns too and see if we can't sling them out there and fucking smoke one. <laughs> <laughs> see if we, uh, See if we can't hit him from like 200 yards away with a slug. Yeah. I'm also going to bring my, uh, my Glock and see if I can't smoke one with my fucking Glock. That'd be badass yeah. too. Dude, that'd, that'd be fun. I need to... I got a shooting bag. I need to... It's kind of... I have like a, a fish play table. So I thought about bringing that. It folds up. And then we can just use that as a bench. Like a shooting bench. Oh. I thought you meant, like, so we can fillet up some prairie dogs. I'm like, I don't know how they taste, dude. Yeah, I don't, eh, I don't know about that. You want to eat one? <laughs> I, we, we could try it. Should we try yeah. it? Should we try a fucking prairie dog while we're out there? We better shoot it in the head with a 17. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I, I think if we hit it in the upper body torso, we should have at least some legs. Make some fucking prairie dog legs. Barbecue prairie dog legs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even heard of anyone eating prairie dog before. I wonder. I, I wonder. It's got. It's probably like groundhog, right? Probably similar. Yeah. I know with groundhogs, there's I'm like gonna... there's like fourteen different scent glands or some shit like that that you have to cut out in order for it to taste taste normal. Because I was gonna I was gonna eat one. I had a. A big one at my sister's house that I was going to fucking shoot and then eat. But then I started looking into how to clean a, a groundhog. I'm like, that's way too much work. I'll go shoot <laughs> I'll go shoot rabbits. It's way easier. Yeah. You know what we need to do this winter, too, is uh, we need to go shoot rabbits with recurves and longbows. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, we should do that. We need to do a rabbit hunt. Yeah, I got a I got a really good in. farm with Oh yeah. I got a I got a really good farm with a bunch of like briar patches and stuff in it and we okay. went out there last year with twenty twos and we, we always shot rabbits and squirrels and stuff. It was a blast. That'd be fucking fun. Go out there with uh mm -hmm. some judo points or something. Let her eat. Yeah. That'd be a yep. blast. That'd be a really good time with mm -hmm. uh I guess you dialed in with your longbow or recurve pretty damn quick i feel like mm -hmm. it'd be really good practice dude it'd be i i tried doing it like the first year i got into all the traditional stuff and <laughs> i think I, I think i lost like 10 arrows doing it but i was i was shooting at squirrels like in trees and stuff oh yeah <laughs> so, yeah it was just like see ya <laughs> bye <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's just kind of like, hey, dumbass, why don't you shoot at them when they're on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, just wait, dude. It I'm coming fun. down. It Fuck, was... man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're fucking slinging arrows up in the though. fucking trees, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah it's, I shot it's, a... it's blast. Yeah. When I was out deer hunting one time, I shot a uh, squirrel. I had a small game head on one of my arrows. The squirrels out there fucking mm -hmm. 
you know, fucking barking at me. I'm like, God, you yeah. son of a bitch. Like, Fuck you. I fucking rip her back. I'm like, thunk. I smoke this squirrel at like 25, 30 yards and just pin his ass to yeah. a fucking tree. I'm like, damn it. There goes that arrow. I tried climbing the tree to get it and everything, yeah. but it's just, it was brutal. I fucking smoked him, but he's, he's still stuck up there. That arrow and that squirrel skeleton is probably still stuck in that tree. In this piece of public land. <laughs> so. That's awesome. <laughs> fucking dumbass. I'm like, damn it. Yeah. That was a good arrow. You said, you said you tried climbing the tree for it? Yeah. Yeah, because I was hunting, I was hunting <laughs> from the ground. So I was, and I was in this like weird like pine pine tree area. So I was like, mm-hmm. fuck you, squirrel. And then I tried climbing yeah. the tree and I just kept falling. I'm like, fuck this. Like a scare old deer away. I'm like, this is dumb. So I just went home. <laughs> this is like my first year like, yeah, just... bow hunting, dude. Really? Uh, no, I lied. Second year. This is my second year out bow hunting. This is my my first year, like all by myself. Because my first year, I was kind of being babysat by Matt Moon, my buddy. And he's the one that got me talking mm-hmm. to bow hunting in the first place. And so I mm-hmm. went out with him and we shot. I shot a deer with his bow. And then the next year, I'm like, I'm going to do this myself now. I didn't, yeah. I didn't kill shit. <laughs> and the third year, I went and killed some. I killed some. I'm an, I'm an every other year archery deer hunter. Every every other year, I'll shoot a decent buck, probably. So this really? year, I'm probably not going to shoot shit. I uh, I just started. Mm, I want to say it's close to three years now. That like, I think I somewhat got patterning deer and figuring them out mm-hmm. and like it's like finally you know what Kurt and Clint and Austin and Ross what all those guys are really good at and killing nice bucks every year yeah it's like I put myself on good deer for the past three years now so it's like I think I'm getting them patterned out but then again, it's like, I don't really know. Maybe I'm just getting lucky. Maybe I hit a lucky streak. Yeah. I but, don't know. I feel like there's something to that, right? Three years in a row? I hope so. Right? I hope so, too. Because it'd be, it'd be nice. It'd be nice it'd if be I nice. just start like consistently killing nice bucks. <laughs> yeah, it'd be really cool to be able to go out and be like, fuck yeah, I'm going to shoot a deer this year. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like every year yeah. I'm like, hopefully I can kill a nice deer this year. It'd be nice to be able to go out and be mm-hmm. like, "Fuck yeah, dude! I got this deer's number. I've I've had him on camera. I've done this. I've seen him all over the place. I've got this deer's fucking number this year. You know, kind of deal." Yeah, I don't. I never have anything dialed in. I'm 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 hunting mostly public land or buy permission pieces. And last year I had lucked out and got a really good permission piece from. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin, but <laughs> he could he, he he didn't draw Iowa his Iowa tags. So he was like, "Fuck, someone might might as well hunt it." So I'm like, "Hell yeah!" And I helped him like all summer with shit, and I went out there and I shot Hell I yeah. shot a buck at my first. I shot a buck within three hours of my first sit. And it was a 140 inch fucking nine pointer. I'm like, "Hell yeah!" So that's pretty cool, and I felt pretty king of the Hell world. Yeah. So now this year I'm gonna go fuck it all up with a longbow. And hunt, pub- and hunt public land and 
not not shoot shit and see a bunch of big deer and be like, damn it, if I had my fucking compound, I could have shot this deer a hundred thousand times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's uh there's one thing about shooting traditional. I've been I've been off and on with it and it's like this year. I'm like, I'm doing it 100%. Because, like, I'd see a nice buck, and I'm like, yep, fuck that. Grab my compound. Yep. Like, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to make it any harder than it already is. Yeah. Get it on Plano and shit. this year, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like this year, I'm, I'm finally like, just do it. Like, I need to, I've been shooting every day, and it's like, you have good days and you have bad days, but yeah. I'm starting to have more good days than bad days shooting. So I'm like, well, mm-hmm. let's just keep that going. Hopefully keep that going. I'm taking a recurve to Utah. So that's going to be like, let's just make a already hard trip fucking really hard. Yeah. You're going to so. <laughs> see like a, a 300 inch bull at fucking 50, 45, 50 yards. And you're like, Fuck. Yeah. And Fuck! I'm hoping that happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping that happens because that means it's like I'm in the right spot. Right. So it's like at least I, you know, because I'm going solo, I'm going to be backpack, backpacking for seven to eight days. And then it's like, man, if I can just find elk, like I'm going to be fucking pumped. Like right. I don't care about shooting. It's like if I get... If I get the if I shoot one, I'm I'm probably gonna ball my fucking eyes out like a baby. Like I will just be all sorts of fucking sideways about it. Oh yeah, dude, I'd I'd fucking ball my ball my eyes out when you send me a picture of you, even if you shoot like a raghorn. You know, yeah. I'm like, dude, oh, dude it's, holy it's fucking a, shit, Scotty, that's yeah. badass, dude. dude it's, it's gonna be, it'll be insane, but I'm not. Like, I don't even have that in my head. It's no. like, just go out there and try to figure out the, you know, the land. Go like, out there and have fun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's pretty much. That's, and that's, yeah, that's so I think the way I'm going to run things is I'm going to be a, I'm going to go fully trad until I kill a nice animal with trad and then maybe I'll just keep it going. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go fully trad yeah. in, until it happens because I'm like, you know what? Fuck it, dude. That's been a. That's been a goal of mine since I picked. Except my very first year out archery hunting, I took my Samick Sage mm-hmm. out. That was my that was my bow. Really? And you know what's even more funny is I knew this is how much I didn't know about bow hunting. I googled like best broadheads number. Like what I kept reading about was fucking Rage Hypodermics and stuff, right? Or Tripan. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. So I got some Rages and put them on my trap bow. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm walking around the woods with a fucking um, expandable with a Sam Sage recurve. And thank God I didn't even have the opportunity to deer. Because like, after learning more about it and being like, that was really dumb. You know? like yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't know shit. I literally, I literally was like, my buddy was like, hey, let's go bow hunt. I'm like, okay, cool. I will, but I'm going to use a recurve because fuck you. And he's like, okay, well, yeah. good luck. It's really hard. I'm like, yeah, all right. So I fucking take my recurve out. I'm doing that stuff, and I and I didn't know shit, and he didn't know enough to tell me otherwise, or he didn't want to tell me to. to he's just like, God bless him, you know. I don't know. What he, I don't know what he's thinking. Yeah. I, I still haven't had this conversation with him actually about it, or maybe he just didn't see. 
what I had because I never pulled them out of the quiver in front of them, maybe. But <laughs> either way, <laughs> after like midway through the season, I um, was doing some more research and I realized like, oh shit, expandables on a recurve is dumb as fuck. So then I bought some fixed yeah. blades and then I, that's why I ended up mm-hmm. shooting my first deer with, but I didn't use the recurve. I used my buddy's compound to shoot that deer. And I'm like, that's been a goal of mine to shoot a nice, just shoot a deer, shoot a nice deer with my, with traditional equipment. I'm like, that'd be fucking badass. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. I'm just going to put the compound away until I accomplish that goal. I think if it takes me 10 years, it takes me 10 years, but it is what it is. Mm-hmm. That's my goal. It's uh, like, I'm on my fourth year, uh, not straight traditional, but mostly traditional and I got lucky the first year I tried it. I shot a doe at eight yards and I hunted off the ground. And I was like, no shit. Like, I'm the best okay. hunter in the fucking world. Yeah. I'm like, I have conquered the sport of hunting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jared Scheffler, and get the like, hell out of here. Scotty yeah. fucking Snowweed Sullivan's coming in hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then for three years, I missed everything. I mean, yeah. all the shooting in the yard, well, nobody tells you that your your point of aim changes when you're 15 feet up in a tree. Oh, so sure. That and, like, then, like, it's like when I drew back on deer with a recurve, it's like my eyes would, like, slap together, and then I just completely forgot everything, like, how to draw the bow back. Like, mm-hmm. I was just, like, I was like flabbergasted about it. It was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm even doing right now. Yeah. Cross-eyed. And then just like, <laughs> yeah, I'd fling an arrow like six, seven feet over its back or it'd be like 10 feet in front of it. Son of a and bitch. I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this year I've been, I practice off a ladder because I don't have a, a tree in my yard to put a tree stand in. Yeah. So I got a 15 foot ladder I stand on. Put it and against then, your uh, house or I something? do a lot of shooting off the ground. Yeah. Do you yeah. really? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's, uh, I've been learning the, you know, the two different point of aims from off the ground and then from elevated areas. So mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I gotta, like, this is the year. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm shooting really good at both, but I don't know when that, mm-hmm. when that moment actually comes, it's like, I don't know. Like, like I get, I get too pumped up. My eyes like slap together, and it's like I, it's like a blackout. Yeah. It's like I don't know what the fuck just happened. Like, <laughs> Dude, I'm going straight Cherokee Scheffler style. I'm gonna go whitetail adrenaline, fucking longbow, and just spot and stock fucking whitetails this year. Hell yeah! I might, I might set a couple yeah, stands, I, I guess, to... but I'm. That's like. My goal, dude, is to fucking get in there hot on some deer and be like, this is what's happening. I'm going to sneak up on your ass. Yeah. I'm going to fucking crawl through this grass. Yeah. And then I'm going to fucking sneak dude, right I'll... up there, get up to my knees, just fucking thunk, launch on right through his mm-hmm. lungs, dude. I'm so, it, it, oh my God, I'm so, I'm so excited. It probably won't happen that way. If I do kill a deer, it'll probably end up, I'll probably end up like fucking doing something it'll, it'll be something silly because that's how all my successful hunts go is it's like based off of some silly shit you know mm-hmm. when i shot that pronghorn in new mexico i was down there with like doing the hunt wars deal and um 
I was down mm-hmm. there and we we're just we fucked him up fucked him up the first day of hunting. Drove up there and we're glass and they go, Oh, there's there's the target. There's the target pronghorn right there. And uh we were looking at him. Looking at him, and I was like, Man, fuck, he's looks like he's getting a little twitchy. Like, we gotta go do something. And then all of a sudden they just took off I'm like Fuck Damn it <laughs> Like they're gone. They're never coming back. Yeah. And we were just driving down the road, looking around, didn't see a pronghorn in fucking sight. And then all of a sudden we get around this uh sagebrush patch and holy fuck, mm-hmm. there's a whole herd of them and there he is, right right in the herd of them. And they run across and cut straight across right in front of us and run right past us. So then Justin trees uh he slams on his brakes and I like basically I jump out and tell Britt like <clears throat> Britt, Britt, this is the camera guy and he he jumps out too mm-hmm. and he hits record and we fucking lay down in the in the grass and I tell Justin like go 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 and he fucking takes off and is the side by side and drives off to the next yeah. road to like kind of I don't know not just to get away from the area to let him calm down be like okay yeah, yeah. the side by side's gone now cool we can go back to business as usual and we're crawling through the yeah. grass and shit and fucking do 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 and then we f- get up this cut and they run out and I fucking shoot him at 77 yards. Like, holy fuck. Hell yeah. Just some silly shit, you know, some silly <laughs> off the wall, crazy shit should not have worked yeah. out kind of deal. But then it did like, that's how, if I kill a deer with my longbow this year, <clears throat> that's how it's going to go down. It's going to go down mm-hmm. due to some like silly ass shit. And yeah. it's going to be awesome. Like <laughs> I think hunting with like traditional stuff too. Like I think it's taught me like, so much more woodsmanship because you have to be close yeah and like when i that first year i hunted off the ground with it it was just like you know it got me more into like patterning deer and figuring out to and from and like what wind and it's like well my wind's got to be good for the wind that they're coming out on it's like which it does when you're you know hunting no matter what but it's like I gotta be at least like twenty yards, and like realistically, I'd like for something to be ten, fifteen yards. Mm-hmm. And it's like, or it's like just, five steps. It's taught me so much more. Yeah, you and know. it's like it's it kind of just changed up completely how I've hunted the last couple of years, and it's it's just fun, dude. Like even even missing deer with it, it's like, well, all right. We'll go. We'll go try something else. Like, yeah. <laughs> like it's just a blast, man. Like I, I've it never is. had so much fun missing deer. Right. Like usually, I'd usually I'd be fucking so pissed if I miss one with my compound. It's like mm-hmm. fucking. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Like, fucking idiot, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like how the fuck do you miss that? Like. What kind of fucking piece yeah. of shit wannabe bow yeah. hunter misses a deer at fucking twenty eight yards without fucking compound? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I I get it, man. That that and that's so the thing the thing with bow hunting that's so weird is that a lot of bow hunters and like start out being gun hunters, right? Mm-hmm. So they get they do the gun hunting thing for a while. And they're like, oh my gosh. This is so much fun. What's the next step? You're like, oh, bow hunting. Yeah. That's even harder. Like, fuck yeah. So then become bow hunters, right? 
And then they're like, okay, yeah, this fucking bow hunting thing is pretty sweet. And then what's the next step? And then they get into traditional hunting or what, whatnot. But a lot of times, especially compound guys, they they like to poo-poo on fucking gun hunters. But then mm-hmm. they try to go out during bow season and make it as easy as possible for them. You know? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, and don't get me wrong. This mm-hmm. is not talking shit. This is not talking shit on bow hunters by any means. I'm a bow hunter. And this is not talking shit on yeah private land guys or anything like that but what i'm about to say is like that's what we're trying to do you know that's what a lot of bow hunters like hardcore bow hunters are trying to do they're like i want to pick up the hardest tool but then also when i pick up the hardest tool to hunt deer i also want to make it as easy as possible to do it which Mm -hmm. is kind of weird yeah like i said i'm not talking shit but it is kind of weird that we set a goal to be like okay we're gonna buy a a big piece of land or whatnot or buy a piece of land and we're going to try to keep as little pressure on it as possible so then we can go out there and make it as easy as possible to hunt these deer as we can which mm-hmm. yeah like i said it's not i and i definitely not poo-pooing on that by any means but it's just like weird then you bring in like the crossbow hunting during archery season it's like yeah i'm a bow hunter with a crossbow it's like yeah and a bunch of vertical bow guys are like no you're not bitch and then it's like okay whatever yeah. but then you get the compound guys that have the fucking uh um, that fucking Garmin site on it, range finding site on it. Yep. It's like, yeah, I'm still a bow hunter and I'm not using a bitch ass crossbow. I'm like, but you're using a, a fucking, an, uh, range finding site. Like that's even for rifle hunters that have range finding scopes. Yeah. I'm like, you're a bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're a fucking <laughs> bitch. Just take your range finder out yeah. and range them. Give the deer, give the animal yeah. that, that opportunity to, to get away and have you fuck it up. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's just, it, that's just a weird conundrum. Like I said, I, I have to reiterate this a million times. I know because someone's going to say something about it, but I'm not shitting on fucking bow hunters by any means. I do the same thing. If I have private land to hunt on that's super unpressured, I'll hunt it tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow because it's out mm-hmm. but I'll hunt it this year, you know? Like, I'll <laughs> fucking do it. Like, that's awesome. It gives you a really high-quality hunt. I get it. But it's just a weird yeah. conundrum that I find myself in where I'm like, I almost like just to any anyone in particular in the hunting and in the hunting world or any hunter that's like poo pooing on someone else for the way they like to hunt. It's like maybe you shouldn't do that because there's some you're probably doing some poo poo stuff too. Yeah, you know, and I don't oh, yeah. and I don't mind. People. I I have nothing to, nothing bad against people if you're in a state that it's legal to use a Garmin um, range finding site. Go for it. If that's what you want to do, if that makes it mm-hmm. fun for you, go for it. But just don't like yeah. think that you're better than someone else for using because you're using a bow and they're using a gun, but then you have like a range finding sight on it. You know, it's like, yeah, in my opinion, it's like, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're, 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 you're spending a shitload of money to try to make the hard part about it right like your easiest part you're you're eliminating steps and it's like and that's what like crossbow what does with like compound guys that, yeah yep. it's like well who are you with a, a garmin bow site to give a guy with a crossbow any shit like they're just they're out there trying to kill something yeah like, they're hunting mm-hmm. like it uh-huh that's a, that's the way i feel about it it's like me personally, like the way I'm going to run my hunting, hunting life now, 
at least for this year. See how the next year goes. But I, I think I'm just going to run fucking uh, trad trad bows during archery season. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I'm going to do that. That'll be my hard hunt. And then um, come gun season, yeah, bitch, I'm trying to make it as, as easy to execute that shot as possible. So I'm going to use the most oh, yeah. high-tech fucking... Yeah weaponry i can i can legally use in the in whatever state i'm hunting in during gun season you know fuck it mm-hmm. like that'll be my high-tech yeah, fucking hunt but i'm not I, I think i'm just gonna not try i'm just gonna try to not bring any high-techy shit into bow hunting mm-hmm. and just maybe try bow hunting for bow hunting and do trad shit during that then mm-hmm. yeah and then my fucking gun seasons will be with high-tech machinery yeah that was that was one of the reasons why I got into traditional archery. I was a bow tech for, um, let's say five years, six years or so, down yeah. at R and R, and uh, it's just everything. Like, it's not even a full year until something new comes out, and it's, uh, you know, I, I buy a new bow. I had there's like one time I had like twelve brand new bows. Yeah, and it's. Like I just got, you know, how much money I had invested into it. And then what, with traditional, it's like, you know, well, with compound, you'd buy the bow and then you want to resell it. And it's not even worth like half of what it was new. And it's like only four months old. And it's like, what the crap? Like with traditional stuff, say you want to sell, you know, traditional bow. It's like, it's like they the gain value the of whole, being older or like yeah. you know, who made it or yeah mm-hmm. it's like and they're just the simplicity of it you know setting up arrows and then i mean you can of course dive as far as you want in the traditional suit you know shoot cedar shafts or you know glue on points and you know you can you can get into making your own bow strings and eventually you know make your own bow or something it's like but for the simplicity of it, it's just setting up arrows and just shoot. Like mm-hmm. that's what really drew me to it. There's you know, none of the you know, shimming cams or, you know, adjusting rest or, you know, sights, sighting in. It's like it just I got it's like it's almost overwhelming like how much I got like in the compound stuff and it's just like I need a I need a break from it. Yeah. There's... And there's so much shit you have to do before you can even get on the range to start shooting when it comes to compounds. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of shit you have to get set up properly before you can even pull that yeah. fucker back with a, with a recurve or longbow. It, that's not the case at all. It's like, that's how you set it up is by shooting it and tweaking the arrow set yeah. up and whatnot and um, brace height and all that shit. It's like, but it's so it is simple. Like it's really, really simple to get into. It's like, yeah, focus on your brace. Like, make sure you have that up to at in, within the manufacturer's specs, and they tell you that every bow mm-hmm. year will tell you like, yeah, here's our here's here's our brace height chart chart yep. within that, and then uh, you're good to go. And you just grab whatever arrow make fits your spine the closest, then start shooting different weights in the end, and that's how you tune it. Like, that's it. Oh, and yeah, guys, cutting it, yeah. you know, cutting it down. But I don't. I don't have to worry about cutting arrows down because I just shoot no, full length. No. So, <laughs> <laughs> I think but, I think the ones because you're shooting like sixty something pounds, ain't you? 
Yeah, so the bow that I bought from you actually, it's a it's a fifty three pound bow at twenty eight inches, and since I'm drawing it back to about thirty two inches, it's fucking gonna be twenty eight, four eight. Yeah, it'll be like a little over sixty pounds. Yeah, probably by it's all when I it's all said and done. I got yeah, because I got those. They're three forty spine. So those should be, those should be good for you. Yeah, dude. I think they're like ten or eleven something grains per inch. So yeah, it'll be, <laughs> it'll, be it'll be plenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm stoked. I'm stoked for it. But uh, yeah. we've been talking about archery this whole time. But uh, this is a gun podcast. So before we go, um, what are you bringing to South Dakota for varmints, like prairie dogs? Um. I- I got my two T three. I got a, a RRA uh, varmint. Okay. Are you, what are you gonna be shooting out of? Like just fifty five grain varmints, or like fifty five yep. grain V Max? Yep. Yeah. Fifty five grain V Max. Yep. Those got that, and then uh, yeah, those will those will be good. I think I got. Mm, 500 rounds or so I'll bring. Fuck yeah, dude. What's your uh, uh what's your barrel length on that thing? Is it 16? Uh, it's only an eighteen inch barrel. 18 inch. So I mean that'll be cooking about yeah. almost probably right around three thousand feet per second then, probably. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's fucking yep. fast. That's zipping. Yeah, that'll, I think... that'll blow some prairie dogs up, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. It'll be fun. <laughs> It'll be a blast. Yeah, dude. I'm stoked. Oh. I'm fucking super stoked. Honestly, like I've never even considered prairie dog hunting. I guess the last time I, I guess, no, I did. I have considered prairie dog hunting before, but I was like 11 years old and I was, we were going to Mm -hmm. South Dakota for a family vacation and we were out there and I seen all the prairie dogs. I'm like, man, that'd be sweet to have my 22 and just fucking start laying Mm -hmm. the dick down the, we were in like the black Hills and there's just prairie dogs fucking everywhere, dude. Is insane. I'll have to. I'll bring my twenty two too. We'll just. I'll just bring everything. I'll bring muzzleloader too. I don't give a shit. Fuck it, dude. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just gonna. Yeah, might as well. Let's I just mean, bring all of our guns and just see what happens. Just shoot yeah. a hodgepodge of guns. Oh, yeah, oh, bless me. Excuse me. <laughs> and just see what happens. I, I, dude. I wish I had a, my scope on a, my scope on my thirty out six. Mm-hmm. That would have been fucking super good time to get used to that thing, but I'm just not going to have the the scope mounts for it yet because it's a Ruger M77 yeah. Hawkeye, and it mm-hmm. takes those gay-ass Hawkeye rings. It's not, not just a Picatinny rail. It's like a dovetail yeah. rail. So it's like, ugh, mm-hmm. ugh. But that gun is <laughs> badass. It's going to be fucking super sick when I get those gay-ass scope rings on it. Hell yeah. It's the only complaint I have about that gun so far. I haven't even shot it yet, but I'm like, <laughs> the trigger's crisp. The action's smooth. It's a controlled round, f- round feed action. It looks beautiful. Yeah. It's fucking wood stock, blued barrel. It like, looks beautiful. It just looks like America's gun. And then it's got these gay-ass <laughs> fucking Picatinny Ruger Hawkeye scope rings. I'm like, gah! Damn you! <laughs> but it'll be cool once it's on there. <laughs> hey, uh, you want to, uh, I got to piss like a racehorse. Yeah, no, <laughs> that, I think we're going to cut off right there. 
You want so we've to? Been, yeah, we've been going about almost an hour and a half, so I think it's a really good intro to Prairie Dog season. So we are going to have hopefully like two or three more episodes about Prairie Dogs and South Dakota hunting. So stay tuned for more. Scotty, appreciate you coming on, dude. Yeah. And I'll see you in like a couple days. And we're going to be driving yeah, to fucking South I'll, Dakota. Uh, I know, dude. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm stoked, dude. So, all right. Well, I don't uh, know, you want to sign off with anything or what? Um, no, I'm, I don't have anything. Nice. All right, guys. <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned, I guess. Yeah, stay tuned. We're going to we'll, uh, do some recording, do some shooting. Oh, I'm, yeah. I just have a phone. I'm not, I don't have a big fancy dancy camera set up yet, but we'll do some fun stuff right. out there. It'll be a good time. So, all right, buddy. We'll oh, talk yeah. to you soon. All right. Hi, brother. Peace. Please. <laughs>